0: Welcome to Savor Food and Body, a podcast for women in midlife who are ready to lose the mental and emotional weight of dieting. I'm your host, Amanda Bullitt, an undieting dietitian and certified intuitive eating counselor. Join me as I talk with other experts in the fields of intuitive eating, women's health, body image, and so much more. You'll also hear stories of women just like you who have learned to undiet their lives and fully embrace wellness without obsession. Let's get started. Thanks so much for being here today. We are going to talk a little bit about body image in midlife today. This is going to be our next theme, uh, both on the Saver Food and Body podcast, as well as these lives going into the rest of April and into May. So, and I find this is a particularly important time to have these conversations because The weather is getting warmer, um, especially if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, and so we might be wearing less clothes or different clothes, and we might be trying on some clothes that you had from last season, and they're fitting differently, uh, especially if you're over 40 and your body has been changing quite a bit. So I find that this is a really good time of year to be having these conversations and just getting really honest about how challenging body image can be uh, when we're in midlife. It's challenging any time, but for reasons that we're going to talk about today, it's a particular uh, collision, I think, when it comes to body image uh, in midlife and after 40. Let's just uh, dive into today's topic. And when I said that I think of body image uh, in midlife as kind of a collision, I mean, it's a collision between confidence or a lack of confidence um, in, in and about your body, and health concerns. So that's something that makes body image a little bit unique when we're talking about it in our 40s, 50s, and even into our 60s, compared to, say, your 20s and 30s, because we're starting to have more maybe health concerns when we're in our midlife years, And particularly our body is changing with symptoms of perimenopause and menopause. And so it's got a little bit different spin. The body image work has a little bit different spin when we're talking about body image in midlife. So that's what I want to talk about today. So where this collision comes from is because we're often, even as we are in our younger years too, we're given these messages, right? The thinness equals health or if I'm thinner, I'll have more confidence in my body. And for women in midlife, I think that there's an additional piece, too, that says, when I'm thinner, I'll be more relevant. I will no longer be the one that is looked past. The barista is looking past me at the attractive woman behind me and ignoring my order Um, because I'm in a thinner and more attractive body. So this relevance piece or feeling like we're losing our relevance in midlife is another key piece to body image during this stage of life, Um, as is this confidence piece. And that relevancy and that confidence are kind of like intertwined together. And in reality, those messages that we should be thinner, we should be weighing less, um, in order to be relevant or in order to be healthier, those are what we call body image disruptors. So the foremost researcher in body image and embodiment, we might say, is Dr. Neva Peron, And she created this theoretical model of embodiment. And over 40 plus years of her career doing research on what helps women connect with positive body image or what disrupts positive body image and 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 leaves us stuck in this place of dis ease with our body. So I highly recommend Googling her work, learning more about her and even uh, she's done a few podcast episodes too. If you're interested in, in diving into that and the research side of it even more, and um, I've done a podcast with Elizabeth Scott, who is one of the co-founders of the Body Positive, and she has studied Neva's work for a very long time. And there's an episode that we did on the Savor Food and Body podcast. Gosh, I think almost two years ago now, back in season one with Elizabeth, and she talks a little bit more about Neva's work. So that's a really great episode to. To go and check out. So again, the reality is these messages that we're given about health and weight and our body size, they're not helpful and they keep us disconnected from what's actually going on with our bodies and disconnected from health behaviors that we might engage with that could help us feel more empowered in our bodies like regular movement that we enjoy doing. Not movement that we think we should be doing to shrink our body or tone our body or or show up in a more aesthetically pleasing way, but movement that we generally want to be doing because it helps us feel empowered in our body rather than us feeling like we're controlling our body with it. So what do we do about having these messages around us, having Feeling a little disrupted in our body image in midlife, and one of the really important things to remember is that body image is actually an inside job. So even though we're looking at images of ourselves, and that's obviously external—the reflection that we see in the mirror, or the reflection that we see from a, a picture uh, that we were that was taken of us—but the inside job piece is how we interpret those images. So one of the first places that I start when, uh, with women that I'm working with is this uh, awareness. So really getting, diving into and getting clear around, okay, when I see an image of myself in the window as I walk down the street, in the mirror, getting dressed in the morning, um, in a picture that I took last year and now my body's in a different size than it was last year. Having awareness around how do one, those messages, first, those external messages, how do those disrupt your connection to your body in those images? So how do the the messages that we're given about the way your body, quote unquote, should be looking in those images, how that disrupts you from what was actually going on either in that picture or what's actually going on in your body today as you get dressed in the morning. And recognizing how those messages keep you from feeling um, feeling neutral. We'll, we'll not even say great about your body, but how those messages can keep you feeling neutral about your body instead of going down the judgment, shame, and blame train. And also recognizing other uh, body image disruptors come along. Yes, of course, from messages from the media, but also in other relationships that we might be having, whether that's with, um, with our friends, with our colleagues, with our partners, with our spouses. Those effects of those relationships can also be body image disruptors. And then of course, the symptoms of midlife, the symptoms of perimenopause and menopause. So if you're someone that's having numerous hot flashes throughout the day or even night sweats at night and you're not sleeping very well if you don't get a good night's sleep you're going to feel pretty shitty about yourself the next day and that can snowball into how you feel about your body if you're sitting there at a luncheon or a meeting and you just start sweating for no apparent reason that's going to disrupt your connection to your body probably gonna leave you pretty disgruntled about your body because it's inconveniencing you right at that time. And so again just thinking just noticing that those symptoms that are happening in midlife and and see them as body image disruptors, but still from a really neutral place. Like, oh gosh, I'm feeling really self-conscious about my body now because it's kind of doing some weird stuff, but I'm also recognizing this is the stage of life I'm in. And then can you move forward to get the support that you might need to help you with some of those uh, menopause and perimenopause um, symptoms? The other important part too, in order to help you deal with these body image disruptors is to reconstruct your beliefs about confidence and about relevance. So again, what does it mean to you to show up as a confident woman over 40. What does relevance mean to you as a woman over 40 who's maybe already done the kid thing or your kids are about ready to leave home? Um, Maybe you've been in a relationship for a couple decades now and your relationship has changed over the years. And how are you feeling relevant in that relationship? How are you feeling relevant at work? Um, You might be at a place where you're pretty high up in your profession or you have a lot of experience in your level, in your expertise, and are you seen as relevant in your industry, whether you own a business or you're at a senior position within a company, whatever that might look like for you. But just getting really clear around your beliefs around body confidence and relevance can be really helpful. And understanding, once again, that those messages about being smaller, with better skin, better hair, better legs, better butt, more toned arms or stomach, all of those messages that those changing our body parts in those ways will make life more perfect, they're kind of BS. And again, they disrupt you from your body And staying connected with your body and supporting it in those health-promoting behavior ways. So recognizing that those messages are there, they're there to sell some product so we can understand why they're there. But again, we can also say, not helpful, thanks, no thanks, and, and go on about our day trying to stay more connected to our body and what's going on with your lived experience And also to connecting to what you value in life beyond the scale, or even beyond the images that you're seeing, Um, uh, whether that's in pictures or the images that you see of yourself in mirrors or the uh, windows as you walk down the sidewalk, connecting what else that matters with you in life. This time after our 40s, when we're in midlife, we've got the whole rest of our lives ahead of us. And we're not necessarily in a position where we have to be caring for everybody else but ourselves anymore. So again, maybe kids are older, they're more independent, maybe they're gone and they're going off to to school or they're on living their own lives. Uh, Maybe you're, yes, we can have aging parents, but maybe your parents are in a stage where they're still pretty independent and they don't necessarily need your full-on attention So can this be kind of this sweet spot in life where you finally get to have some time to do what you really want to do, pursue the hobbies and passions that you've had for maybe a long time, but maybe they've been on the back burner because you've been taking care of everybody else. So connecting to what you value in life, what you're excited about in life, beyond whatever the scale says, whatever your pant sizes say can really help you get back in touch with more of a positive body image. And again, be more of a less of body image disruptors in your life and having more connective, um, body positive experiences. Finally, remembering, and this is so, so hard for all of us to remember, especially with social media and seeing all these perfect images around, but remembering that comparison really is the thief of Thief of joy. I believe that was um, Franklin Roosevelt that said that. And when we compare what we think our body should be looking like, or what our health should be looking like, or what our life should be looking like, that keeps us in this really contracted and small mindset. It keeps us kind of playing small in life rather than if we just stay focusing on what we value in life, how we want to connect to our body in health promoting ways that opens up the doors for more of an expansive mindset and can really lead to a more expansive life truly. There's one of the things that I talk about in the free downloadable Thrive Guide that you're welcome to download and that's one of the main things that I talk about is that When you can get out of a contractive mindset and dieting, by the way, is very contractive and instead move more into an expansive mindset, the world is really your oyster, whether that comes to what you're eating, how you're moving your body, or even how you think about your body and how you can connect to your body and your body image in a more positive way. So I hope that's a great good little introduction to how I see body image in midlife. And also be sure to stay tuned to the Savor Food and Body podcast over the next handful of weeks. We're going to have some really great interviews around body image and midlife. Um, Some women are going to be sharing their own personal experiences of body image disruption and how they they got reconnected to their body um, after years of disruption. So I think you'll find that those interviews will be really helpful. And of course, wherever, if you're watching this on social media, you can follow along there because I will be putting updates about when those episodes drop uh, on social media. You can also follow along on the Alpine Nutrition forward slash blog that section of my website will always have the show notes and there's also a link at the top of alpinutrition.org that'll take you right to the podcast so that's a great place to stay in touch and if you're not already on the weekly email list that is an even more intimate place to stay in touch with these upcoming episodes on on body image so you can go to alpinenutrition.org forward slash contact and you can sign up to get on the weekly email and get these podcasts podcast episodes delivered right to your inbox. Pretty easy, not have to go and look and and fall into the social media um, hole that it can be sometimes. So thanks so much for being here today. And I hope you have a great week savoring food in your body. Take care. Thanks for listening today. I hope this conversation inspires you to undiet your life and start savoring food and your body. You can find show notes and resources from this episode by going to alpinenutrition.org forward slash blog, B-L-O-G. If you'd like to learn more about my one-on-one counseling or group coaching programs, go to my website alpinenutrition.org and click work with me at the top of the page. And finally, if you found this episode helpful, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Until next time, keep savoring food and your body.